Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. And Zach filling in. Happy Friday. I, I feel like Rob Breckenridge today. You want to know why? Because I have a book. <laughs> that makes me smart. He has 52 books on his desk. In case you're wondering the uh, current total. So I want to clean up that conversation. We had some conversation about business and interrupters just with some text messages that came in late. And just so you know, the text messages do come in. Sometimes they are delayed a little bit. So we do try to get to as many of them as we can. Um, And one of them says, uh, hey, Zach, do you track your expenses when you deliver? Uh, You should be able to. It's 52 cents for the first 5,000 kilometers, 48 cents kilometers thereafter. Uh, Sorry, I don't know your name. Thank you for the text message. I do believe, if I understand this correctly, and do speak to an accounting uh, professional, you can not actually expense per kilometer unless you're registered as a business or corporation. Personally, you can do percentages of your car, your gas, da-da-da-da-da. But when it comes to the per kilometer stuff... My understanding is that you can't as an individual, only as a business. But please check with your accountants. I do not want to declare that as to be the case. Uh, just for the sake of addressing your text message, uh, Brian says, Zach, what's the nature of the business you uh, prefer uh, that you operate? Some clarity would help listeners understand the various levels of uh, experience and expertise. Brian, I will answer that question for you. But first, I'm going to present you with a caveat. I don't believe uh, it provides clarity, and I'm going to tell you why. I think people that go into business or want to go into business it doesn't matter where they are in the journey because somebody who's a year in the journey and someone who's 30 years in the journey, they can be in two very, very different places. So the expertise, someone can function a business that does $1,000 a month way more efficiently than someone that functions a business that does $10 million a month. And I don't believe that um, that should apply to any of us is how we listen to business people. Now, for the sake of this, I've been operating business for almost two decades. My first company uh, was started as a web development company. That's what we started out doing. And that's turned into online stores and all kinds of various things. That same company is a media company. It also holds all things Zach. So that includes my public speaking and includes my writing and all the things that I do. In addition to that, I own another company called Playdio, which I based in London, Ontario with my business partners. That's where our technology is, and that's where Dan and Tim are, my business partners. So that one's based in London, Ontario, and that's a background music provider and a viral content provider. So in Canada, we provide background music for businesses like Boston Pizza, uh, music videos that you see on the TVs, and we have all kinds of clients uh, all over Canada. And in other countries where music licensing isn't as simple, we do uh, viral content, which is licensed, um, and we deliver those. Uh, So global-based company uh, that's based in London, Ontario. That's my business experience really shouldn't matter. Uh, But for the sake of context, because Brian asked, I believe that sharing is okay. Your text messages that do uh, come in, we're talking about um, superstore self-checkouts, how dirty are they? That would be great. Um, uh, Cell phones are incredibly dirty. I won't touch those. So uh, what is dirty? Uh, When I think dirty, I think Jason. That's not what I meant. But the um, Jason, is it Tetro, Jason? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to introduce you to Jason. Uh, Jason's up in Edmonton, and we're not going to hold that against him. <laughs> Just teasing, bud. Jason is part of our family. Jason is part of the Curious Cast and of our Chorus Entertainment, which is the podcast end of this. A lot of experience in and around the office and all the things that you do. The article, Jason, that I want to talk about, and we will introduce your, your podcast, is the Super Awesome Science Show. And you often get called the germ guy, which I'm not quite sure is the, hey, how are you, I'm the germ guy introduction <laughs> that you're looking for. <laughs> I'm used to it now. It's, yeah. been, it's been with me for almost a decade. So uh, Every time you do that, you should go pump, pump, pump hand sanitizer. 
sanitize your hands. And then uh, put them in your armpits. You know what? I actually carry hand sanitizer with me everywhere I go, and sometimes I'll just tell people that I'm the germ guy, but it's okay. I've got the hand sanitizer. Well, and- which way do you go as the germ guy? Do you go as the uh, paranoid, oh, my God, don't touch anything germ guy, or do you go to the I live my life and I touch everything germ guy? Well, it all depends on where I am. If okay. I'm out in the wilderness or somewhere out in the farms and stuff like that. So like in Edmonton? <laughs> yeah, Sorry, except buddy. for maybe the valley. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't care. It's, it's not a big deal because all the bugs that are around me are harmless and, and not a big deal. But if I happen to be in a city, if I happen to be in the subways, like if I'm in Toronto, or if I happen to be on those Calgary LRTs, which are just germy as hell. I, I bet they are. I can't, oh my I can't God. defend that. <laughs> so, you know, uh, then I always have my hand sanitizer with me because I don't know what's going to be on what I touch, but I'm going to be pretty confident that there's going to be some kind of poop. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Poo is everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, poo is absolutely everywhere. And it literally is everywhere. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I mean, it's a bad thing because, you know, I, one of the things that I focus in research is uh, infection prevention control and, you know, who is enemy number one. So the fact that we see bacteria and viruses that come from poo in all of these places gets us a little bit nervous. But by the same respect, the numbers are usually so low that unless you're licking said surface, uh, the likelihood of you getting sick is pretty low. I feel like I need to defend McDonald's in this story. Uh, there have all been called kinds of uh, names and memes flying around, including the McFeces. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to defend McDonald's uh, here for, okay, yes, maintain your stuff, done. But here's the thing. When you think about this, like we just said, I mean, the, the feces and the poo is everywhere. Oh, when, yeah. when you walk into McDonald's and you're going to order your food, and if you use the touchscreen thing, what's the first thing you touch? <laughs> the touchscreen thing. So yeah. this is a me and you problem, I think, more so than it is a, a McDonald's problem because you and I are the ones that are bringing in the poo. Yeah, and, and it's actually proven in the study that they showed because if you look at the location of all the different McDonald's and then you look at all the bugs that they found, the highest concentration of the bad bugs happens to be in the highest populated areas. If you start going outside away from Oxford Circus and, uh, and, and all those places, you end up actually finding that the numbers are dropping and the types are dropping as well. Surprise, surprise. People are the ones who are bringing the germs in. They're the ones who are touching it. And the more people you have, the more diversity of poo you're going to get. Text message says, my dog brought in a frozen poo into the house last night. It was awesome. So it does exist, and there are animals that deal with all all the time. Is it really that bad, though, Jason? Well, I think it really comes down to where your immune system happens to be. If you happen to be, you know, strong like a bull, and, and, and very healthy, and you've got a good immune system, then being exposed to a little bit of poo, eh, it's not going to be a big deal, okay? However, if you're a child, a baby, a mm. kid, someone who's growing up, who doesn't have a really good immune system, or you're very old and your immune system is not doing so well, or you have a compromised immune system, then being exposed to a little bit of poo might put you at risk of having some problems. So the reality is, is that when you're trying to sort of talk to the whole humanity, what we say is take care of yourself by making sure the things that you're putting in your mouth are safe. In other words, your hands. Reasonable rule for life. Um, 
when we we're going to take a little break here okay uh, jason i want to come back and i want to talk about some solutions and how to deal with this what do we do with this where do we go and what does it matter what are where are the places that we need to be aware of and so much more uh, jason tetro is the host of the curious cast super awesome science show it is all about well he's the germ guy um and author of all kinds of things the germ code and the germ files and uh he sounds like a great guy stop saying poop okay i can you know what i'll take that um that was I'll a text. Me- that was a text message. Just came in. Um, Jason sounds like a really awesome, sarcastically guy to have at a party. I promise you, he really is because he has a lot to uh, good solution for us and how we can clean up our lives as well. We're coming back with more at Jason Tetro and the discussion about these uh, touch screens and what's on them. The numbers are staggering. That's next. Seven seventy CHQR. You know, uh, the text message that said stop saying poop, um, I appreciate that one. There's a reason why that word's funny, and that's actually coming up on the show later on. So um, I will do my best to not be 13 years old as we talk about this. Um, but the story that came out about Tesla on McDonald's touchscreens, and I struggle with saying McDonald's because uh, McDonald's as a business takes, it takes darts from everybody all the time. I think I'm just going to say all touch screens that we order on and joining me on the uh, on the phone here is jason tetro he's the germ guy and he's the super awesome science show host on curious cast on the podcast which is fantastic congratulations on the uh, on the show and the success and the growth uh thank you so much uh we are having such a great time uh as you can tell i have a very different perspective about science and the reason is is that there's this sort of rule once you've been in it for about 25 years you just don't care and so now I get a chance to go and talk to people uh, about what I've been doing all of my life in a way that is relevant and interesting to them because, quite honestly, um, I've done pretty much all of it. And so now it's time for you to get involved and just get as excited as I am. Excited about germs. Excited about all science now because here's the thing. I'm called the germ guy because I've been a microbiologist for a very, very long time. However, if you've ever had wheat germ, that germ is actually a seed. And so now I am the germ guy in which I am going to germinate all of your knowledge and excitement for <laughs> science. That's a very good speaking point um, for your next, for your next I stand-up. I practice it on stage. I so, think that's you know. great. I think that's fantastic. It's a great spin on what it is. And that's we often get lost in all that. I mean, this is part of an ecosystem. It must exist. And one of the text messages that just came in said that all of this stuff, when it's ironically inside your body, needs to be there because it's the balance of the ecosystem. And then, of course, when it comes out of your body, all of a sudden it's a bad thing. Um, Are we just being dramatic? No. Uh, And here's why. Uh, It's in your body, and, and it's good that it's in your body. And it's also in a specific place in your body. However, if it happens to go into someone else's body or it happens to go into a different region of your body, there could be a problem. And I'll just give you an example, completely separate from fecal matter. Um, There was a study that came out of Calgary just a few months ago where they were looking at sexually transmitted illnesses, and in particular, um, uh, Staphylococcus aureus. And what they found was that people were using trimmers in more than one place without actually cleaning them first. Oh, interesting. So the, you know, hair on top... Mm-hmm. would get trimmed, and then it would be transferred to the hair on the bottom for trimming, right. and then you would get an infection. Uh, yeah, like razors, not using razors on your legs and your face and your wherever else. Yeah. Interesting. Um, now, do we really wash our hands? I mean, if you if we're talking about touchscreens in restaurants. I mean, people walk in, they touch the screen, boopy doopy doo they hit the, the debit pin pad, mm-hmm. and then we, we go up to the thing and we get our 
we get our food and we go sit down and then we pick up the burger and we stuff it in our face. Yeah, and that's the way it normally works. And, and just for the record, for the listeners out there and also for yourself, I've done airport kiosks. I've done kiosks in universities. I've done them in numerous places. Guess what? They're all as germy. So don't blame one restaurant chain. This is everywhere, like you were saying. And secondly, the fact is, is that right before you eat, we were told as kids by mom or grandma, go wash your hands, Mm -hmm. right? I've literally been at infection control conferences talking to people at the di- while they're eating and ask them how many actually washed their hands before they sat. Surprisingly, it was about 10%. And that's at the conference talking about the germs. Exactly. Interesting. And so we, I was saying how many of you were then using the hand sanitizer and, of course, 90% put their hands up. So that's the key making sure your hands are clean, but if you don't want to really want to go to the bathroom, then make sure that you've got that 62 to 70% alcohol sanitizer, put it on your hands for 15 seconds, and chomp away. So in the bag, a couple quick questions about places. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, so in the bathroom, the handle on the door to leave the bathroom. I'm assuming it's dirty? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So one thing I never understood was, you know, those electric soap pumps that were being sold for a while about how don't touch the soap pump and clean your hands. I never understood that one because you pump the soap, then you wash your hands. And it seemed like a waste of money to me. Uh, yeah. Um, we, these are the types of innovations that are put out by certain soap companies. Uh, and what ends up happening is that people go, ooh, cool, this is so great. And they do these tests and studies to show that, you know, you have to have them or else you have this risk of, of germs. We see it with hand dryers. Uh, we see it with soap dispensers. We see it with taps. Um, and more recently, we see it with microwaves. There was just a recent study that showed that your microwave handle is so germy that you've got to buy this particular kind of towel and wipe it down every single day or (laughs) you just clean it with hot water and soap well hot water and soap still the best thing 71 degrees celsius and a little bit of soap and you're good to go i even read some research on just simple things like um you know washing your food that statistically speaking you really just as long as you rinse your food and wipe it down you're really way far ahead yeah the only thing that I would suggest that you don't do that with is uh, romaine lettuce that's coming from Yuma in California. Right now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know what? I took mine back to Costco, and they literally didn't even look at me. They just literally just handed me money and said, here you go. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's the way it is because um, it's the exact same problem that we had back in April and May mm-hmm. because it's from the exact same place, it's the exact same bug, and it's the exact same problem. And until a certain administration in the United States tells those people to clean their water, which they were supposed to last Last year, but they decided, you know, we're just going to delay that for another five years. Yep. Eh, don't eat that lettuce. So what about um, hand dryers and paper towels? There's a question on text message that says, which one is better? Well, if you're in a surgery room, then you're definitely going to want a towel. If you happen to be in a public bathroom in a McDonald's, eh, ain't going to matter. Really? Yeah. Because what happens is that when you wipe your hands, okay, you're removing all the germs that are wet. That's great. When you put your hands underneath the hair, uh, the hair dryer, the air dryer, then you've got to wipe your hands. Well, that's still going to, you know, get rid of the germs because you're going to be using friction and other things. It's not that big of a deal. And when you start hearing about people claiming that, you know, well, the, the dryers are going to spread germs all over the place, uh, unless you happen to be three foot tall and are inhaling straight from there as if you were, you know, Fabio getting breezy in a photo shoot, yeah. don't worry about it. All right. I wish I could do that myself. 
Um, so more <laughs> of the text messages that are coming in, um, feces and beards, is it a big deal? Oh, God. Only if you're making beer, because you should only have yeast in your beer. Oh, I said beard, but thank you. No, but beard. No, you've never had beard? Beard? Beer? It's out of Oregon. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's oh, a beer goodness. that's actually made from a guy's from the yeast that's in a guy's beard. <laughs> but you have to be sure that there's no fecal matter in the beard, or else it could really ruin your back. All right, that just put me over there. That would ruin my day. Um, <laughs> I guess people are waiting for us to talk about poop you again, might have. <laughs> well, you know what? You might have just ruined uh, me watching the hockey game tonight. Um <laughs> Uh, thank you for all the text messages that say poo, by the way, standing up for the, the, the great word that it, that it might be. Um, how clean are your headphones and mic buttons that you push and read these text messages? By the way, I wash my hands before sending this text. Thank you for cleaning the text message. Uh, Microphones are probably nasty. Actually, microphones aren't too too bad. Really, um, especially if you have like the um, the windsock or, or the the sound buffer on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the fact is is that you know it's really just going to be uh, you know saliva and the bugs that are in your saliva. They're not going to last very long anyway, so it, it's not that big of a deal. It's more about what's on the the phones and the keyboards and the mi- and the mice and all that type of thing because they they can live for you know days or something like that and and. You know, I don't know about you, but when I'm, you know, working on the computer, sometimes I have a habit of putting my fingers in my mouth while I'm thinking. Hmm. Eh, uh, that's when you can do the introductions. Yeah, I know. I don't put my fingers in my mouth while I'm thinking. I'm going to let that one be yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, restaurant <laughs> menus comes up on the list as well of different things, and um, mm-hmm. it's um, it's interesting to think that uh, you know, like, really, is there any difference between the menu and the touchscreen? Uh, not really. Uh, menus are just as germy. Uh, I, I actually did that testing uh, many, many years ago. Um, and what we found was, you know, whether it be the kiosk, the microwave, the menu, whatever it was, they all had about the same amount of germs, depending on what, how many people actually were touching them. So, yeah. Interesting, hey? So we, uh, I think we've kind of debunked it a little bit. Uh, we've, uh, we've said how important it is, but... Um, that we, you know, we, we, but still at the same time, I mean, it must exist. The last question for you um, is, I, I never wash my hands. I never get sick. Therefore, it's not a problem. Is that real? Uh, well, for the most part, yes. Mm. No, but it all depends on where you are. If, if you're a type of person that, you know, doesn't go out a heck of a lot, isn't interacting with a lot of people, eh, it's not a problem. I'm in airports all the time. I'm sure you are too. I wash my hands a lot. Mm. Interesting. What is the dirtiest place? The dirtiest place is your kitchen sponge. Really? Yep. It absolutely is the germiest place you'll ever find except for your intestine because in the uh, sponge itself, you can have upwards of billions of bacteria for every square centimeter. Um, the, the thing is, though, that there's only one that potentially could be pathogenic, and I've yet to hear of anyone in the emergency room claiming that they got pneumonia as a result of sucking on a kitchen sponge. So. Well, and, and you know what? And with the flu and all the viruses and stuff that have been around lately, this is a, a reasonable conversation to at least take note of with excluding our, or forgiving our, our humor around some of the pieces of it. What about hand soap, liquid hand soap versus hand soap? Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, whether it be a bar, a liquid, uh, as long as you are making sure that you're lathering, good lather, 20 seconds minimum. We like to say, you know, sing happy birthday uh, or, or say the alphabet backwards. Uh, and then you rinse. You make sure you rinse as well as you possibly can. Then you don't really have a problem. Uh, Jason Tetro, I suggest that you uh, take a little look at this uh, super geeky, super awesome science uh, podcast on the Curious Cast Network here with course, Super awesome science show. Amazing insight, Jason. Uh, somewhat concerning, but still amazing. <laughs> 
as we like to say, we're just going to show them some sass. That's, yeah, right? That's the uh, Super Awesome Science Show. Thank you so much, and good luck with the podcast. I admire and acknowledge your hard work of uh, taking these topics and just sharing them every single uh, chance you get. Thank and you, Jason. It's, a, it's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me there. Thank you. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.